hand, we bless you. I bless your holy name. Father, we just honor you, O oh God. Father, we just bless your holy name. From everlasting to everlasting, you are the same. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You change not. Thank you for your presence that is in this place. Thank you for your glory that is made manifest in our lives. So tonight, O oh God, as we come into your presence, Lord, just strengthen us. Lord, just minister to us. We declare an open heaven over this house and over your people, O oh God. A place where you speak, a place where your heart is revealed, a place where you, O oh God, come and dwell, a place, O oh God, where, where lives are changed and transformed, where destinies are unveiled and released, a place, O oh God, where, where when you begin to speak, O oh God, we are changed, Lord. A place, O oh God, where burdens are removed and yokes are destroyed. Father, we believe that there is something that happens in your presence that can transform us, that can change us. We honor you today. King of glory, Lord Almighty, have your way in us tonight, Lord. We take all, all limits of you today. De let the oil of your anointing just refresh us. Refresh us, Lord. We come this evening with hearts of thanksgiving. We come uh, this evening with hearts of praise. We come with this evening with hearts of gratitude. Father, for we, O oh God, we know, O oh God, that you have moved in this place. We know that you are moving in this place. So tonight, O oh God, just minister to us. Just minister to us by your Spirit. We submit to your will. We submit to your way. We submit, O oh God, to your purposes being unveiled even in our lives. So bless us today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We just worship you and we adore you, Father, right now. Because you're moving, oh God. Hallelujah. Oh, you are wonderful and you are mighty, God. Yeah. And we declare right now that those mountains right now, Mountains are still being moved And strongholds Strongholds are still being moved Cause God God we believe Yes Lord Yes we can see That wonders are still what you do. And those mountains Lord Mountains are still being moved And those strongholds Strongholds are still being Cause God we believe God we believe Yes Lord Yes we can see oh. Wonders are still what you
happen when you move your healing is right now in this room miracles miracles happen when you move heaven is coming your miracle right now miracles happen when god moves you father God right now God miracles Lord
Jesus has given me. When I lift up my voice, when I lift my voice and shout, every wall comes crashing down. I have the authority. Yes, Lord. That Jesus has given me. You are my champion. Giants fall when you stand undefeated. Every battle you won, I am. I am who you say I am. You crown me with confidence. I am. Father, you are our champion. And so we declare, O oh God, that irrespective of the battles that we engage in, irrespective, O oh God, of the battles that we face, we know, O oh God, that if we lift our voice and shout, miracles start breaking out. And so I want to challenge you right now in this place, wherever you are right now, just begin to change as you begin to open up your mouth and declare may the lord begin to give you victory may the lord begin to give you victory in every area we honor you and we bless you allow the lord allow the lord to fight your battles for you because he said the battle is his and the victory is yours right now honor you, oh God. We honor you, oh God. We honor you. We honor you, oh God, and we bless your holy name. We thank you, God, for your goodness and for your love and for your mercy. So, Father, we come before you tonight. We just thank you for all that you are and all that you do in our lives. Just minister to us, oh God, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Reveal your heart to us, O oh God. We desire, we long after you. As a deer longs after the waters, so pants our souls after thee. Minister to us tonight like only you can. So we declare that our hearts are open. Our minds are open. We're ready to receive the word of truth. Speak to us, O oh God, tonight. In the name of Jesus. And everybody said amen. And everybody said amen. Amen. You may be seated. God bless you. Amen. Thanks to the worship team. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Neil, can I, can I get some volume on the monitors? Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord. Yeah. That's better. Bless the Lord. Amen. Okay. I can hear myself. Amen. If you have your Bibles, let's go to the book of Mark chapter 2. And we're going to read a few portions of scripture there. Uh, and I want to just challenge you today. Amen. Have, have you been blessed this past weekend? Amen. Amen. We really had a, a powerful weekend of impartation. Amen. And uh, I know I know. sometimes after the, these meetings, there's, uh, uh, there is so much of, of weight Amen. And, and, and But sometimes, sometimes tiredness comes in. Amen. So you need to just pray for me tonight. Amen. Uh, this last few weeks I've been running around and, and I didn't have a chance to rest. But uh, amen. But we, yeah. Amen. I was saying to Annie, Annie was saying to me, but you drew up the schedule. I said, yeah. But the other thing is we want to get the word of the Lord out. Amen. And that's our passion and that's our desire. Amen. And I, I enjoy the fact that sometimes the, of the body of Christ coming together. Amen. And we're going to trust God that God will just join our hearts with many others that we can do joint ventures of ministry together. I believe there's something where there is unity. God commands a blessing. Amen. Amen. 
So we're in Mark chapter 2, verse 20. It says, But the days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken away from them, and then they shall fast in those days. No one soweth a piece of, of new cloth on an old garment. Else the new piece that is filled it up, take it away from the old, and it rent it, the rent is made worse. Amen. Then he says, and no man puts new wine into old bottles, but the new wine does burst the bottles, and the wine is spilled, and the bottles are marred, but the new wine must be put into new bottles. Amen. Someone says the new wine must be put into new bottles. I believe we're in a season where God is pouring out new wine. And the wine is a, is a symbolism of a revelation and of a fresh anointing. Amen? And so when we look at this, he says you cannot put new wine in old bottles or the other NIV says in in old wineskins. Amen? One of the things is, and we've heard the, the account many, many times on the teachings of new wineskins. And I'm saying to us in this season, God is requiring of us to work on the container. God is working on the vessel. Amen? God's desire is continuously to, to pour out a fresh anointing and to pour out fresh oil over our lives. But the challenge is getting the vessel renewed. Getting the vessel renewed. And, and, and we know and we can go through all of the different aspects of it, but I believe that God, there is a new and a fresh anointing that is going to be poured out. Amen? And in this time, religious hap habits and need to be able to be transformed so that it can cater for the new wine that is going to be poured out, this fresh anointing that is going to be poured out. And the challenge for us today is to not do things out of a form of habit or out of a form of religion, and out of a form of tradition. It is possible for us to get locked up into a traditional understanding of who God is, how God moves, and how God speaks. And because even in the room tonight, and even for some that may join us online, you may have had a, an encounter with God some many years ago, and often our relationship with God is based on a previous encounter, but on not on a fresh encounter. And so I'm asking you today to begin to look and evaluate, is my life based on a fresh encounter? Is my spiritual walk, is there been a renewing of my spirit day by day? Is the mercies of the Lord new every morning in my life? Am I being refreshed continuously in the presence of the Lord? Or am I going on an old encounter? Is my relationship with the Lord based on an old experience that I've had? Or am I even living my Christian walk vicariously through the experience and the encounter of somebody else? Am I living through the experience and encounter of my parents? Am I living uh, uh, through the, the encounter of my, the church? Am I living the, due to the encounter of the pastor or any other person that has been significant in our lives? I want you to understand we got to birth a fresh, deep desire 
for God's anointing in our lives. Anointing does not, you know, we sang the old song that used to say, anointing fall on us. Amen? And, uh, and when we understand this, that there is some elements to what God wants to do that is going to require a shift before God can pour out into us. But the Bible says you, can, you have to get to the place. He says you cannot take a piece of new garment and patch a old garment. You know, old, we, we all know this thing of, of darning. You know, uh, you know, whenever something got torn, we took another piece of material, put it on the inside, and we tried to uh, stitch it together. And after a while, if the material that is older, what happens? It starts to pull away. It starts to tear away. This is what happens when you take something new and you put it onto something old that cannot begin to hold it. Because the both garments respond differently to the, to the environment. And when you're washing it it, 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 it responds differently. And what happens is eventually the new pulls away from the old and the old starts to fray. Sometimes, you know, uh, we want to, sometimes some of our clothes, we want to try and keep it and use it all the time. You know, all of us got that one old T-shirt that you keep on using, and they all, everyone is trying to throw it away. And sometimes they, they eventually take it and use it like a rag when they're cleaning up the house or polishing the car or washing the car, because that's the only way to get you to stop wearing it. Some of you go and take it after they wash the car and put it back on, you know, but, 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 but. But the reality is that there are or sometimes there are certain things that we just grow attached to. Now, the challenge is the things that we get attached to, we need to begin to question. Is that what the Lord is doing? Now, I'm not talking about the natural things and I'm not talking about your relationship things, but I'm talking about spiritual things. In the spiritual things, there are we have to learn how to build on the foundations old and new. And when I talk about old, there are some principles that doesn't change. There are certain foundational principles that doesn't change in the Christian walk. So when we build as believers, we build on the foundations old and new. But new is that that which God is doing and speaking now, there is the, the, the distinction comes in when the Bible makes reference to the Logos and to the Rhema, right? The Logos is the written, written word. The Rhema is the living word, amen? Now, I want you to understand, sometimes some people say, I don't do this because it is not written in the Bible. Jesus even makes the statement he says, there are things that I want you to know, but right now you cannot understand it or receive it. But when I go, I will send the Holy Spirit to you that will reveal all things. Ah. So I want you to understand that the, the word of God hasn't stopped being written. That means. Right now, the Bible that you have, there are still things that Jesus promised the Holy Spirit will reveal. He says there are things you won't understand. There are things that you are not ready to receive right now. But when the Spirit has come, the Spirit of truth has come, he will reveal all things. So what is Jesus saying? He's saying there are things that are still yet to be unveiled. There are truths that are yet to be unveiled. And the problem with many of us is, but I'm focusing on this which is written, but there is an element of the spirit realm that God is speaking through his prophetic voices. God is speaking through revelation and revealing to us things that were a shadow in the scriptures, things that were known in part. He is beginning to bring out the fuller picture even through revelation and through speaking to us. So God still speaks. 
So the word of God is still being written. And therefore he says it will not be written by the hands of man, but it will be written by the Holy Spirit in the hearts of men. And you will become living epistles written and uh, uh, read and written by all men. I want you to understand that that which is contained in the word is the living, is the written word of God, but there is still you become vessels and carriers of the living word. This is the part of the new. This is the new wine. This is the fresh anointing. This is the fresh oil. So I want you to understand whilst there is the old, there's the new. And then he comes in in, in Mark chapter, chapter 2 verse 22 and he, and he says, No man puts new wine in old wineskins or else the, the new wine will burst the bottles. The wine will be spilled and the bottles will be marred or damaged or destroyed. Amen. Look at this, new wine, new bottles, new wine in old bottles, wine is spilled, bottles are destroyed. When we come to the place when we allow tradition and we have old habits and a sense a religious understanding of God, we unable to receive the rhema, the new wine, this fresh anointing that God wants to put, and the bottle is affected. And we all know the account, why, why you would say put new wine skins, and we know the aspect is that wine through the, uh, uh, when you put uh, uh, wine into the wine skin, it, 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 it somehow reacts to the container. Through the, through the, sorry, through the pro process of permeation, what happens is the wineskin is affected. <clears throat> and as it is affected, it starts to either stretch and expand. And so if the wineskin or, or the bottle or the container is hardened, it under the pressure, it will burst. Right? So the, the reality is he's saying to us that when I bring something new, it's going to cause a stretching and an expanding and there is going to be a reaction you see, that's why when you experience a touch from God, there's a, a reaction on the inside of you. There's an excitement on the inside of you. But if you just begin to keep and be rigid, you can either stifle or you can silence the voice of the Lord even in your life. The Bible says uh, you, you get into the place where you frustrate the spirit of God in your life, and then the Spirit of the Lord stops moving in your life. So you got to get to the place where you are able to become pliable. You see, this is why when you go and you and you look in a winery when they put when they put the, the wine into into jars through the process of winemaking, they put it into these wooden containers that expands and contracts over the period of time and in, in order for it to be useful because it knows that there is a reaction between that which is put on the inside of you. When the Spirit of the Lord, when there is a fresh anointing upon your life, it causes a reaction in you. Either it can produce something greater or it can begin to cause the, the bottle or the container to burst. And in the process of bursting, that which is new is lost, the anointing is lost, but also the container is damaged. So the, the, the challenge here today, when we say, oh God, give me a new, new anointing, 
with it, he has to give you a new mindset. He has to give you a new passion. He has to give you, a, you have to become pliable for God to use you. Until you can become pliable, God cannot use you. Now, this is the challenge with many of us is we want to, to, to understand when, when God moves in a certain way, religious people sometimes start to get confused. When he starts healing, it causes a controversy. The religious co community always has a problem when God begins to move. Jesus heals the man on the Sabbath and the, the religious community had a problem that the man got healed. But not that he got healed, but it, because it happened on the Sabbath. And he said to the, them, is it easier for me to say, be healed or your sins be forgiven you? And it comes to that place where they, where, where they start to begin to question. And we need to understand that in our spiritual lives, there needs to be a progression in our walk with God. That means revelation and God's revelation knowledge is progressive. But sometimes we are stagnant. Therefore, he comes in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8, and he says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways. My, my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Because God wants to change us, but sometimes we are limited by our complacency. Sometimes we are limited by our mediocrity. Sometimes we are limited by our stagnancy. Amen. When we look at the wineskin, the wineskin is the human vessel, is the mind, is that sometimes that doctrinal position that we have that doesn't make us pliable for God to begin to move in us. And the Bible says man has to change in order for, to handle God's anointing. All of us have to change. So how do we make ourselves New wineskins. Sometimes when we're talking about putting new wine in new bottles, how does the bottle, that means do we throw the vessel, old vessel out and bring the new one in? In those days, and I've shared this before, they would take a wineskin and in order to make it, sorry, In order to use it again, what they would do is that they will take their old wineskin and they'll rub it with oil. And as they rub it with oil, it will become pliable again. But that means pliable, it means it becomes flexible again. It's like when you have something leather. You know, when you have some, some, some things that are leather, there's a certain oil treatment that you have to put on it. And when you put on it, it, this leather becomes softer. It be, because the leather by nature, as it grows older, it, it hardens and it stiffens. And, and, and you know how we get hardened and we get stiffened. When you were younger, you were flexible. You could walk, you can jump, you can stand. As you get older, everything creaks, everything cracks. Every, when you wake up in the morning, you don't just jump up. And say, Ooh, lovely new day. You, 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 you turn around. You move your leg this way, you move your hip this way, you, you know. When you put your feet on the, on the floor, and then when you stand up, you say, praise God. Five minutes later, you, <laughs> amen. As we get older, we get stiff. Some of you are young and stiff. <laughs> when you get our age, I don't know how stiff you're going to become. It might be like rigor mortis will set in. Amen. But the reality is, the whole thing is, how do we become pliable? We have to oil it. Amen. Sometimes we have to oil ourselves. Amen. Uh, our parents had a good uh, this thing when they used to put coconut oil, amla oil, you know, everything. You know. Three oil bath, they used to say, you have to have, you know. Yeah. Some of you go to get massaged with oils. And then you say, I feel nice. I feel, 
oil. They ask for the Anika oil when you come back and on spot to put the oil. Is it? Everything we're putting oil. Why? When you put oil on the outside, outside, it starts to help. Amen. I'm saying, God is saying to us in the same way, in order for the wineskin to be prepared to be used again, in order for your life to become used again, you have to allow the oil of God's anointing to be rubbed over you. And it's through a process of rubbing. And it's a process of applying layer upon layer. It, the, the skin itself becomes pliable. It becomes reusable. You got to make yourself continuously available and re reusable for God. Amen. That means we got to become to that place and understand this. Now, so there is a few things. How do I make ourselves a new wineskin? The first thing we have to do, we have to die to ourselves and come alive to a new purpose in God. The second thing we have to do is give God space in our lives to work on us. We got to understand, thirdly, we got to understand that there must be a sacrifice. And when there is a sacrifice, there is order. Amen? So there are three things. You must die to yourself so that the new purposes of God can be revealed. Secondly, you must make space for God to work in your life. Thirdly, you must come to the place where there is a sacrifice. And where there is a sacrifice, there is order. Then fourthly, we must understand that there must be an outpouring. Amen. That means we must not just say, I'm the container. But we must understand that the purpose of the container is for it to be filled. Other than that, it does not have a purpose. Is it? This, this is important. I, I, I was sharing with, uh, with, with another church the other day, and I, and I was sharing with them, this is a container. This container has water in it, right? Which is more important, the container or what is inside the container? You sure? Not the container? Why? You need what is inside. But it but can the water exist without the container? Yes. The water doesn't need the container. It can exist all on its own. The container, can the container exist without the water? Not really, because what is its purpose? <laughs> you understand? What is in, uh, I, I know it was a trick question. Uh, what is inside, can, the water can exist on its own. The spirit of God can exist on its own without us. But God has chosen to put his spirit in us, the container. We are the carriers of the spirit of the Lord. But does the container consume the water? Now it will be a, a miracle. And all of you will run out of this church if the bottle starts drinking the water. Amen. I would be on CNN. <laughs> I would be on TikTok. Every other mechanism, Instagram, every other platform. Water, the bottle drank the water. They may call me bottle pasta. <laughs> water pasta, whatever, something. But it will be creative. You got a name. Don't they say it? Don't they? But... But the reality is that the bottle, the container, doesn't consume the water. Why do we think that the anointing that is in our lives is for us?
This container exists to contain the water. The water exists for me. It had to be poured out. What God puts inside of you is not for you. The only time it finds its benefit is when it's poured out. So when you become a wineskin and God is saying, I'm putting fresh revelation in you, I'm putting a fresh anointing in you, what is the responsibility? The responsibility for you is that whilst there is a pouring in, there must be an outpouring out of your life. So when you come into church, you get infilled and poured into, but when you go out, you pour out. Amen? And everywhere you go, you pour out. The more you pour out, that means this bottle has a capacity. It can only hold 500 mils of, of water. But in order for it to, hold, to get refilled, it has to become empty. But if it, 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 if it remains full, what happens? You can't fill anymore. So it's good to look at, but it's not beneficial. So in the same light, when you have the anointing of God inside of you and you keep it to yourself, you're good to look at, but you have no benefit. Amen? And what happens after a while? If the water continuously stands in this container, it becomes stale. But what, after a while, how does it become stale? The water starts to react with the chemical compounds in the plastic. And the plastic chemical compounds starts to influence the water. When the, when the oil and the revelation stands in you, there comes an ability where it can become contaminated by you. You cannot hold the wine and the anointing and the revelation too long. After a while, the skin, the flesh, starts to influence what it is holding. That is where we get people that go out of the will and out of the purpose of God. This is where we get people that are perverting the message of the kingdom, perverting the, the gifts, because they're holding in and they have mixed. The anointing has become effect. Their flesh has permeated into the, 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 into the revelation and the anointing and now it's producing something that is not what originally was put into it. It's possible sometimes to hold something too long that eventually we start to impact and it starts to change the consistency of what it holds. Be careful of the oil not becoming stale and the wine Becoming of no value. We know the, the, the aspect that everything has an expiry date. We know that, right? I, I sometimes forget when I go to the shop, I don't check the dates. I mean, for every can or can beans, you're going to look open, look, turn. I, I forget. A and he says, you just buy, 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 buy. I said, I'm going to the shop where they put fresh stuff all the time. So I don't have to check the, the say I'm lazy about that. Sometimes I buy a box of milk. She says, don't look on the top. But look on the bottom in case they take the old ones, put it on the top. And then sometimes we get caught, right? But we have to begin to learn how to look at it. And I'm here to say to you today, don't let your flesh contaminate the things of God that has been put in your life. You're the container. You're the vessel. You're that wineskin. That sometimes have to oil has to continuously be applied on you 
So every time you come into church, every time you get around the children of God, every time you spend time in your prayer closet, every time you spend time reading the word, every time you spend time in worship, you are applying oil to the skin, making you pliable so that you can hold and carry that which God is putting on the inside of you. I'm saying to you today, begin to make yourself available that God can use you. Let's just bow our heads together. Amen. Father, we worship you, we honor you, we glorify your name. We thank you for what you are doing and you continue to do in our lives. And so today over the lives of your children, just begin to minister to them afresh. Father, help us, O oh God, to build on the foundations both old and new. Understanding, O oh God, that those things that are eternal principles that don't change. Those become the old. And the new, O oh God, that there will be a constant flow of your anointing, your revelation, even in our lives. Father, that we would have continuous encounters with you that will produce oil that will be of a nourishment to the lives of other people. So as you pour into us, Holy Spirit, help us to pour out. And whoever we pour out into, may they also be filled. And I pray today that you are equipping us to be a carrier of fresh revelation. You are equipping us today to be carriers of fresh anointing. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen and Amen, 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 Amen. I pray that you are blessed with that word today.